your being there, your soul and the person's soul synchronizes with each other. The word mitzvah means commandment. It means good deed. It all comes from the Aramaic word, which is reflected in the book of the Zohar, of the Kabbalah. Mitzvah means tzavta vechibor, makes a connection. That when you do a good deed, when you do a commandment, you make a special connection with God who gave us the commandment. So visiting the sick is not a commandment that you have to do, but it is a mitzvah, it's a commandment that you want to do. When you learn about the importance of visiting the sick, you would not only be compelled to do it, you're going to realize what kind of a great good deed this is, that it not only affects you, but affects your past, your present, and the future. And I refer to the past because we are souls that at times are reincarnated from a previous generation. And sometimes we are reincarnated because we haven't accomplished what we should have accomplished then. So now we are given a second chance, or a third or more, to accomplish it. And perhaps one of the things we needed to accomplish from a prior life was the concept of visiting the sick. So let's break it down into a way that we'll understand what it means to visit the sick. Logistically, how do we visit the sick? What are our responsibilities? And most of all, what are the rewards for doing it? Visiting the sick goes into a category that's called Chesed Shel Emes. It's a kindness of truth. Chesed Shel Emet is used for two specific concepts. It's when you do a kindness altruistically without expecting anything in return, without expecting a thank you, without expecting appreciation. You're doing it from the pureness of your heart. Such as visiting the sick is one of those categories of chesed shal emes, the truest kind of kindness, because you're doing it altruistically without any return expectations. The other level is partaking in a funeral, partaking in helping bring someone to re the eternal rest. That too is called chesed shal emes, a kindness of truthness. So visiting the sick is categorized and rated at a most highest level. As a matter of fact, in the Talmud, in the tractate of Peya, we actually recite it every day in our morning prayers. And we talk about the things that when we do them, we receive rewards in this world. And some we receive world reward in the worlds to come. And there are those 
practices that when we do them, we not only receive reward in this world, but we also receive reward in the world to come. And one of those is Bikur Cholim, visiting the sick. It is really categorized, rated one of the highest good deeds a person can do for a fellow person. When someone is ill, to make an effort, an all-out effort, to visit them in person. In the tractate of Nidarim, in the Talmud, it talks about that when you visit a sick person, you are actually taking away a sixtieth of their illness. So by visiting a sick person, you're not just visiting them, helping them emotionally, spiritually, but you're also taking away a part of their sickness. Imagine what kind of gift that is. And it also reflects upon that the effects, the ripple effect during this kindness is not just for you, but it affects your whole family. By doing this kindness of visiting the sick, you are not just doing a kindness with the receiver, with the sick person, but you're creating an aura of blessing for your whole family. The very first time we learn about visiting the sick is when Abraham was 99 years old and he did his own circumcision. At that point, three angels came to visit him. The angel of Michael, Michael, came to give him the good news that they're going to become pregnant. Even late in life, that Abraham and Sarah will be blessed with a child. And then came the angel Raphael, which is the angel who brought the cure to help Abraham cure from the circumcision. And then came the angel Gabriel, Gavriel, which went on to tell Abraham that they will eradicate the world from evil, like the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. These three angels came to visit, were sent by God to visit. As a matter of fact, God himself came to visit Abraham as well. So we see the concept of visiting the sick goes back from the very foundations, the beginnings of our religion, of Judaism. And thus, this tradition has continued on itself from generation to generation to generation. When a person becomes sick, when they are hospitalized or they're homebound, the bed confined, it is rather a very precarious time for the patient to go through. It is then that they are most vulnerable and it is then that they are most need of moral and spiritual support.
sometimes even material support. Sometimes they are counting on others to bring them food and sustenance or to help them with their healing. What greater deed can one human being do for the next is to be able to support them and help them during such a crisis of an illness. One of the fundamental verses of the whole Bible is love your fellow as yourself, which means not just to love them as yourself, but to love them as an extension of yourself. And if you could only imagine, if God forbid, you were stricken with an illness and you were bedridden and you are homebound in the hospital all alone, how much you would welcome a visitor, how much you would welcome some assistance, food, and whatnot during this period. This is why Biker Cholem, visiting the sick, is one of the greatest mitzvahs. It's actually one of the easiest one to do. Because most of the times you really don't have to do much. You just have to show up and be there. Now, it's so much so when you visit someone that you know, an acquaintance, a fellow member, a co-worker, whatnot, a neighbor. But how about visiting strangers? That would be such a beautiful thing, especially if you have time on your hands, if you're retired, to join the local synagogue visiting the sick auxiliary group. And you could accompany the rabbi. You could visit the fellows who need to be visited. You bring them such joy. And it's okay to converse and to talk about common news, talk about life, talk about history, talk about careers, and don't need to talk about the condition that the person is in unless they bring it up, but just to be there. And remember what our sages tell us. When you are at the bedside of a sick person, God's presence is there. So you are standing at a very holy spot where God's Shekhinah, the presence is there with you as well. Let me conclude with an anecdote of a rabbi who came to visit a fellow member of his congregation. And he's standing on the bedside and he's talking to the member who was intubated. When the member asked for a pen and paper, the rabbi takes out a pen and a piece of paper, gives it to him. And the fellow writes on the paper and he gives it to the rabbi and then the member started to code he started to turn colors and the machine started to beep the rabbi put the paper in his pocket and all the nurses came that the patient coded and passed away the rabbi notified the family and the funeral was arranged at the memorial service, the rabbi is talking about that I went to fulfill the mitzvah of visiting the ill, Biker Cholem. When I came to visit Mr. Jack, I had the opportunity to be the last person 
and he's able to communicate with. He was intubated, couldn't talk, but he asked me for pen and paper to write his final words, which I gave him. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Puts his hand in his pocket and he takes out the paper and he reads as follows, Rabbi, please get off my breathing pipe. You're choking me. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> coming to visit the ill, make sure not to step on the breathing pipe, but do make sure to be there. Whether the person's intubated or not, whether the person's in a coma or not, whether the person's awake and conversing, your being there, your soul and the person's soul synchronizes with each other. You connect in a beautiful way and you will have not only accomplished so much by visiting the sick, but you would receive so much more than you gave. May God bless you and God loves you.